Hey, yo, what's up? It's your boy, sir, of the 2020 podcast, LLC. Please say the LLC. And before you listen to this episode, I just got to let you know, I need you to stop what you're doing. Go to blkrenaissance.com and I need you to shop for the culture. That's right. Anytime you use the promo code LLC20 at Black Renaissance Clothing's website, you will get 20% off your order. Off rip. No questions asked. So do me a favor and do it for the culture. Peace. Hey y'all, it's your girl Sade with Black on Black Rhymes. Step to the mic. People always ask me where I get my confidence from, and I get it from inside. It's an inside thing, y'all. And when it comes to beautiful skin, I rock with Blendia by India, where her motto is, be confident in your skin. She has a variety of naturally made soaps to keep you smelling good, hair products for long, luscious, healthy hair, and even beer products for men. You know, we got to keep those struggle beers away. So visit BlendiaByIndia.com and use promo 2020skin to get 10% off your order. Thank you, Blendia by India, for being a sponsor of the 2020 Podcast LLC. Please say the LLC. Hey, this is Butter So Fly of Powerlines Poetry, here to let you know anytime I feel good, I have to look good, so you have to listen to me. Make sure you go to gurudesigns.com, use a three instead of an E, The website is great, so you can get something for yourself. And then she makes custom clothes for men, too. And guess what? I got a promo code for you. Use 20 slash 20, and it'll get you 15% off of any order, $25 or more. You can't beat that. Go to gurudesigns.com. The self-destruct sequence has been activated. This sequence may not be aborted. All employees proceed to the emergency car at the bottom platform. Okay, we lit it just like a fuse, so no need to pick and choose. Welcome to 2020, where we do more than interviews. The hottest be coming through, jumping knowledge on all that you get. A beaker to front of you with the truth that they offer you. Yeah, hands up, we doing it for the culture. To give artists and businesses more exposure. Keeping it real and stay silent just like a boulder. It's about to go all the way down, can get no lower. Chasing my dreams, know that they get no slower. But if I stay running, I promise they getting closer. Moreover, success, my older. And if you're sleeping on me, I'm waking them up like boulders. I told you, coming from the land with the tide roll, we'll be on the whole different vibe though we like to ride slow and keep our windows tinted so you really can see us like stevie wonder waking up with his eyes closed yeah got the kind of flow that rock the boat on my 16s of pounds of dough and if you figure you can hang with me on the mic then grab some rope matter of fact better grab some hope while you at it we keep it live it's time to tune in turn up the sound on what you're using it goes so hard i think it's bruising the show is 2020 no need to zoom in yeah Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was not going to play the game. Mm. I was going through the photos because that's what you started. Yeah, but we transitioned. Did we? Yes. I started talking about so? TikTok. I was changing the topic. Because mm. I walked away and I uh-huh. want to keep it rolling. Uh-huh. What about Tim. TikTok? What you saying? Nothing. I just think it's interesting, like, shit. People be like, I don't know how that shit work. And, like, this next generation is like, nah, we finna figure out how this shit work. So we can manipulate this shit. 
And they're doing a good job with oh, it. Fucking great job. I fuck with y'all Gen Zers, man. Like, shout out to Off The Rock. Last night, they made me feel like... First of all, how dare you disrespect me and call me a Gen Z? You know damn well. <laughs> I wasn't talking to you. Oh, you said y'all Gen Zs. Talking to the people listening. Get it, get it, get it. Talking to the niggas make, listening. Make it clear. <laughs> right. So, make it to clear. the Gen Zers, is listen, because I have a few. So... Because Gen Z is like, what, 23 and younger? Uh, 24. Five. Nah, no. I can't. Yeah, be. it is. It is. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Twenty five is a Gen I'm Z. Fucking telling you. you I sure? looked at the chart. I'm telling you, cuz. What chart? <laughs> this one. This one explaining different the different generations. Hold on. I think twenty five is a little bit old. You realize what year we in? Twenty twenty, but I'm thinking from like the range more less than less than a year. Oh, I'm telling you. I would think like millennials would be like twenty five to thirty five. Oh, I'm telling you. <laughs> but they do got them little subgroups like the zen- the zillennials. Listen. And the some else. Members of Gen Z are born between nineteen ninety seven and twenty fifteen. That don't even sound right. It is. How old would somebody be in right now if they was born in 97? Uh, 24. <laughs> okay, so I was right then. Okay, so here, <laughs> a year removed. But, and technically, it depends on what month. So it, it can, we can neglect it. We can, I, I'm still going to call them Gen Z. But anyway, um... With them, they they Gen Z, and you could tell it because, like, as soon as I walked in, I'm wearing this T-shirt, joggers, Adidas, comfortable. I walk in, I smell weed, you know, but it ain't like overbearing. Mm-hmm. And like they they made sure to air out the place, like, and it wasn't like weed, weed, weed. Are you talking about the podcast you did yesterday? Yeah. Well, I could tell they, they smoked a the blunt, but it wasn't like a smoke session. Like, they maybe just pass one around. Because it was like, it was like eight people there. Not really? Mm-hmm. It was like eight people there. And so, they they had the the way the apartment was set up. Like, as soon as you walk in, that's the bar. And on the bar, they had the food. And they had salad. They had whatever you want and something to drink. And something to drink, I mean alcohol. They had like, and it wasn't like. Hennessy or nothing crazy. I was expecting to walk in, ashes, niggas in a random wife beater, dreads, you know what I'm saying? Just typical nigga shit. I was expecting that, you but that's not what I got. expecting Gen X shit. I was. <laughs> but them, they, they was prepared. They was professional, but they was kicking it. Mm-hmm. And so I walked in, and like as, as I was walking in, the producer, who's 16, the producer is 16. <laughs> He walks in, he's like, oh, you're the guest. I'm like, yeah. He was like, yeah, come on in. He shake my hand, I walk in, and it's like, yo, what's going on, sir? And like, and on the rest of the dudes, they, they kind of hood, you know what I'm saying? Like, what you see is what you got. Mm-hmm. So like, oh, what up, bro? He's like, I'm true, you know what I'm saying? They introducing me to each other, They're like, man, something to eat here, you can get what you want, you need anything. And I'm just, I'm just peeping the scene, you know what I'm saying? And I was thoroughly impressed. It was professional, yet lax. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It was like, it was inviting but yet, it wasn't overbearing or anything like that. So, right. like, I could fuck with them. Like, they, they're like... They got it down to a science. Yes. They shit together. You know what I'm saying? 
everybody spoke and wasn't no like bad vibes or energy. Like everybody spoke to me. And they made it a point to like I'm such and such, I'm such and such. And it wasn't like that awkward forced, like, oh hey, you know, type of situation. And the producer who's 16, he was <laughs> over there setting everything up. They was playing Xbox for a little bit and he was like, yo. It's 8.55. Let's get rolling. The 16-year-old. And so he goes to the computer. He sets everything up. He sets up the camera. He gets everybody going. Make sure the lights is on. He's like, yo, I need you in shot. Move over to the right. And I'm like, this kid is amazing. And he gets the show going. And towards the end, I was I pulled John to the side. I was like, yo, you're a business now. You're an organization log these hours for him so this is volunteer work because he's not getting paid mm. and he can use this for any auxiliary group he may want to join or anything like that yeah you know i'm like sign off on this because this he's a beast right, right like i wish i had somebody that could help run shit like that like if i do get to doing in-person recordings because i used to i would like to have somebody dedicated to that like right. essentially if i don't get back to doing it i want to hire somebody doing it because that's, Hiring is to move for for the rest of 2021 and all of 2022. Yeah. Because doing at some everything point, yourself. You just got to get help. Yeah. It just it's, like it's no way you can do it all by yourself. And I and for me, it's finding people that can do that consistently. Yeah. Because he, when I tell you, he was on it. It's like not, I was impressed. Like yeah. he was making it a point. Like it matters to him. That was there was somebody who brought their kid over, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, John was like, yo, we about to get started. And he, he said it kind of soft. And the 16-year-old was like, it's 8.58. Let's get ready. And, like, everybody respected it. It was like, all right, let me get the baby and go. Like, the lady stayed off the side, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, to stay out of the shot. It was like, y'all got y'all shit together. I think it's, it's going to be a normal thing to see younger people, like, start businesses and become, you know, producers and bosses in their own right because it's because we've normalized it as millennials mm-hmm. we made it clear hey you can do this too like we just jumped in and been like hey social media has opened so many doors for people that you don't have to wait for a gatekeeper no more mm-hmm. get up get out and do it yourself and gen z really has taken that to heart and like they are not waiting even for their parents to say it's okay they just doing it you know they, they're it. not take they're not saying oh i don't have this and i'll have that Cause I think that that holds a lot of millennials back to saying I don't have a professional mic, so I can't. I, I don't have a professional camera, so agree. I can't. But but Gen Z, they like my this cell phone does everything. So why do I need any of that stuff? I need a tripod. That's it. And they make it pop. And I really love that about them. Actually, I thought they were you not telling anybody set up. I thought they were using an actual camera like yours mm. for the webcam, like a pro camera. They use the same exact fucking webcam. They put it on a tripod and set it on a stilt in front of the TV. Stream it to the TV so they can see how good it looks while they're sitting there recording it. Smart. I said, that's fucking brilliant. Genius. Fuck, simplify the shit. Simplify it. And then you always know what you're looking at. Because it's right there and in fucking front of you. And something messing up, you can see you can it in real time. And look, look, you can catch it because there's like a five, six second delay. He programmed it where there's like a six second delay. So he can catch it. That's so smart. <laughs> and it's the fact that they're young like that and they've grown up with this technology. Nigga. So it's second nature to them. Whereas we had to learn it and right. figure it out. 
they just came into the universe like, oh, we got this, you know, this is normal, we got it, I know how to do this, know how to do that, know how to do that. A lot of us have to go to school to get that kind right. of knowledge. You know, you have to learn it from somewhere, you know, take YouTube University to figure that out. I preach, that's but what these I say, kids, I always I say just, that. You know, they figuring they it out on their the own, shit. and they doing it. Because I, 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 I forgot that gentleman's name, but I made sure I shook his hand before I left that night, man. There was another gentleman who came there with uh, the girl, uh, Anna, and um, light skinned. I think he, he may have been biracial, but he had dreads too. He quiet guy, but he was like, you know how like they have the best boy in film production? Like whenever something is being needed during the show, they kind of they're on it to pick it up and get it. He was that. Hmm. So they had little segments or they might be needing something that's off of camera. He already know what they'd be pointing at and bringing it to him. You know what I'm saying? It, they just had a real oil machine. Bruh, and I was there for it. I was there for it, bruh. I was there for it. And I want to work with them more. Not even from a point of... Like, comparing or trying to advance mine. I'm... St- Mine are straighten out as it go. I will learn from them. I don't mind. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I was I want to be around that type of energy because the networking. Yeah. Cause after the show, we like I told you, we started talking about some some joint community service things. You know, so I'm I'm here for it, man. To see there there's somebody hungry here, because I run into a lot of people that just have ideas, but they ain't willing to act on it. They want to write some ideas on the board, and that's—I I got enough people who come up with ideas. <laughs> I do, and that—and that was one of the questions during the podcast. He was like, "What if anybody wants to join?" I'm like, "Squad full right now," because right now I got to work on the people that's in right, 2020. Yeah, you know, because I want to make sure Squad goes is good. I want to make sure uh, Safe Words Gucci. I want to make sure y'all straight. You know. And we still just trying to get off the ground, right? Right. Now. You know, we so, still planning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's fine. It's going to work out, though, you know, because the moment, I think everything starts out super slow until you figure out your footing. And mm-hmm. then when you get your foot, your, you know, your feet together, <laughs> your feet is together, <laughs> there's nothing to stop you from running. Right. So right now we're just getting our feet together and pretty soon we're going to be taking over the, you know, the internets, yeah, man. The, the interwebs, you know. Yeah, that's, the tune face, that's, the face tunes. I'm, I'm, I'm with the shit. Insta I'm really excited <laughs> and like low key when when I explained what you guys are, you know, because when I said dolls trapping, I was like, damn, I probably shouldn't say nothing yet, but I was like, fuck it, we're gonna run with it. And I told him I was like, it's successful black women, we all have their degrees, most of them are entrepreneurs, and they're just explaining what it is to be a black woman in different scenarios, just just giving that voice to things. And he was like, damn. That's wrong. Like, yeah, I could, I could see the face, like, like people doing this. Like, nah, you know, the, the squinch face with the nod. Mm. I saw that. Man, I saw I that. Fuck yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it was like, hell yeah, that, that, that's it. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about DHT. I feel like we can really, like, make some really unique content mm-hmm. and, um, you know, give a different view on topics that people probably don't talk about, really. That's really what I'm ready for and because. That's the goal. It's, it's getting to a point where anytime I see women talking, 
it's either like relationship advice or trending topics. Like for like it's a, the safe place. Yes. They know that that's going to get views. Yes, and I'm tired of it. I want to hear some real thoughts of women. Like even the women that's on Joe the Joe Button Network, I can't think of the name. I can't think of the podcast name. Forgive me if it's offensive. Cuz it's trash. That's why Continue. Even even if it's <laughs> even even with me disagreeing with ninety eight point three percent of the shit they say, at least I get to hear their thoughts. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a subsect of women that agree with them. You know what I'm saying? The city girl lifestyle type shit. You know what I'm saying? They it's think not, they be saying some real shit. They really don't. I but, I don't. I'm not like saying that I don't like care for their views. I think they're boring. Really? I th- they don't entertain this. me. I, in my personal opinion, they may have one of the least entertaining podcasts I've seen come across. I don't think. Okay, let me say this. She, the lead girl, I can't think of her name. Forgive me, the lead woman. She comes off very Joe Budden esque, like a uh, uh, a female Joe Budden. Like and I, I sit and listen to her talk. She talks very matter of factly, as if sometimes she feels like she's the smartest person in the room. And I don't be. A, I can disagree with somebody, but it's just your tone. It, she comes off condescending if you disagree with what she says. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like her point is to belittle the other point, not state her point. Her mission is to belittle the opposition. Mm. And uh, I can't fuck with that. I haven't watched a whole lot of their stuff because, like, the, the few episodes I have watched, it can't, they just don't retain my attention long enough for me to be like, I'm going to stay here and come back and come back and come back. Because the shit generic. Clips. Yeah, I do clips. It's just generic AF. <laughs> But they're not the only ones. I feel the same way about us, like several different podcasts out here right now. People are just saying the same stuff over and over again, regurgitating the same talking points and the same views. And half the time I be hearing folks talk about certain things, I'm like, you don't even believe the stuff you're saying right now. Yeah, you just saying. <laughs> you just saying what you want to say because you think, you know, society going to support this action, these ideas. Right. Um. I don't know. It's hard to even find a good podcast nowadays, I feel like. I agree. I agree. Even YouTube is done is has dried up to the point that like everybody's so afraid to like make the content that made them famous now. I agree. Um I found myself unsubscribing to a lot of people. Um I do like reaction commentary though now. Mm-hmm. Um like it's a little bit more digestible. I've been preached. I've been preaching. Oh, like like the way they react. I really like them a lot. I've liked them. I liked them a lot before. And then I, I dropped off of them. Then I came back to them. Um, I enjoy them because Abba and Preach don't agree a lot. But Abba is able to articulate a point clearly. Um, and not from a place of I feel like. He'll take the definition of something and apply it to the matter and identify it as what it is. Preach is more emotional in the conversations. 
Like if something is stupid, he's gonna call it stupid and he's gonna go off and start speaking French or Patois. Um But I like the dynamic of those two. Yeah, I've been watching them lately too. Um I do like them. I don't agree with anything they say most of the time. Mm. Um <laughs> but that's fine because you know I fuss with people who I don't agree with. Yeah. That's just that's me personally. But um, a lot of time I just don't agree with their their points. I understand their points. It's a valid. There is all. It's always valid. Yeah. And they definitely make it um easy for you to digest their ideas and their views. So I support that about them. And if you want to watch Alvin preach on YouTube, you should. It's a good way to like get a different view on on little trendy topics that come up in you know on the interwebs but um, i want to, I, I want if we're gonna sell it for a second i won't say they just do trendy topics sometimes they'll just find a clip of some shit somebody said mm-hmm. and then apply it to the social like they'll do an examination socially of what they say yeah they do a whole lot of compare and contrast yeah of you know if I did this, if, if black people did this, if men did that, if, you know, they do a lot of that, and that's cool or whatever. I just don't. Don't say it like that, cuz. Like, I'm not trying to downplay it them. It sounds like it, though. Does it feel like you said, so, you know, you okay. can watch their little t- okay. YouTube channel okay. or whatever. That's what's okay. like and I guess saying. I guess it might be like a little bit of a hierarchy in my head when it comes to commentary. Mmm. Bias. Yeah, it's, I mean, who, who not? Who not? Who not? Like, I'm not even going to pretend like I'm not. There are, yeah, there's a little hierarchy in my head about commentary. Like, there are some people that I watch that I know will um, give me a view, and it's based on not just their own opinion, but, like, facts, research, and, um, you know, just receipts. Like, they have all that stuff in the tuck ready to show me based on what they're, you know, what happened in the past, and then they give their opinion on that topic as well. Alvin Preach don't really do that. They just say their opinion based on their views and their experiences. And I just feel like, you know, and me personally, for my digestion needs of media, I put the people who, you know, take the time to get the research together to add a bit higher than that. Um. Because I want to know the backstory, not just why... Cause like the thing, the thing about them only reacting to a little bitty clip, it it takes stuff out of context a lot. It just it takes stuff all the way out of context a lot, and you only see this five second clip or something, and you think, oh, that's the whole story. And nine times out of ten, it's not. And for me, I just don't support, you know, people only paying attention to a five second clip. I just don't. So that's, that's how why I feel I about a, a lot of the people's upset statements with a lot of the Kevin Samuel stuff. Like, even with the Joe Budden podcast one. Like, mm-hmm. people were using not even five-minute clips. They were using, like, 20-second clips from that interview. Yeah. And you remember I told you, I was like, uh, that's not where he was going with that. I watched the, I think I told you, I watched that whole interview, like, twice. Two yeah, and a half did. times. You told me. Um, and a lot of the ways people spin shit with his words wasn't how he was saying it. And um, I agree with you. They do do that. They do do that. But I think that's the way of a lot of these people trying to catch stuff. And that's why, with you specifically, I know you don't fuck with Kevin. <laughs> I don't fuck with Kevin like that. But I needed to understand for myself, what is this nigga saying? 
Mm -hmm. I don't want to be going off on the impression of someone not realizing what the fuck is really going on on this show. So I subbed to him. I I made sure I saw episodes where dudes was calling in. And I watched the episode when women were calling in. Mm -hmm. And he was spewing the same shit to both of them. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, he's not killing black women. He's not like... Aiming at black women. No, he's he's not doing it. He's aiming at anybody who's calling in. Not saying he's right. He, that nigga toxic. That nigga is the equivalent of... I have this uncle who had money. Who has money. And because he's good at being a leader and making money, he finds it necessary to belittle people who ask him about money. That's Kevin Samuels. He, valid, he takes the success he had in the past and uses that to validate how he talks to people which is trash i'm trying to figure out what success y'all talking about who with kevin Sam. he was he was on in marketing for a minute um marketing but there are no articles about him i'll find it i'll find it and bring it to you but i i did look this up i did i promise you i did um because i i'm I'm not gonna co-sign something i ain't look at um made me lose my point you were talking about your uncle but yeah, like with him, you can't even ask him a question without him challenging your intellect. Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel about Kevin. Like some people legit need the the wording shifted a certain way in order for them to get it. That's why with teachers, like when you don't understand the question, you say, hey, come here. I don't understand what this is asking. Instead of the teacher and being like, do you get it or not, motherfucker? Like... He don't do it. Real people don't do it that way. They they find key words or find key things to make it break it down for you or help you understand it better. I think Kevin would do a lot better if he did that. He can still be as blunt as he want, but instead of belittling, just goddamn break it down a little bit. Like be more I agree with you. Um I've watched videos of people, and I have people in my family who are blunt. Mm. People in my friend group who are blunt. Yeah, you do. People I watch on social media who are blunt. Mm -hmm. Who are not trying to harm you mentally and emotionally. The way that Seven Can... Whatever the fuck his name is. That's that nigga name for the rest of this. Trying to... He's literally trying to bring these people down by beating them down. Like, Mm. how is that helping anybody? How? I don't see the purpose in what he, what he's doing. But but I will say, if you have the wherewithal, the energy, the mindset that you want to go on his platform to speak to him, I don't feel no remorse for you either. Mm-hmm. You chose this. You chose to allow a man to belittle you. You chose it. You know that he's going to belittle you. Mm-hmm. And you're on his platform for what? So you can try to not get belittled? So you can try to... Make him seem like he's the wrong one in the wrong. You on his platform, he a host, he controls the keys. Yep. He can make you look and seem whatever kind of way he wants to make you look and seem. Yep. True. Like, I, I don't have any remorse for people who dis, who actively choose to be on his platform. Like, you know he's you know what kind of time he on. I agree. But I but like I told you before, I don't fuck with him. Of course. I put him in the same category. I put Steve Harvey 
in whatever Jackson. What's his name? Oh, Derek. And Derek Jackson. Nigga. Three peas in the same crooked ass pot. Now, let me ask you something. Let me, <laughs> let me ask you this, like, on the real, on the real. Were, was was he in the box to that degree before this shit happened with Derek Jackson? Derek. Yeah, I told you. I don't fuck with men who spend their time, right. <laughs> who spend their time on social media trying to tell women what they should and should not do when it comes to whatever it is. I don't agree with that notion. If you're a man, speak to men about these topics. Yeah. If you are a man and you want and you feel like relationships is your thing, tell other men about relationships and how they should perform in their relationships. I don't I can't give no hype for a man who only speaks to women about relationships. I don't give hype to a man who only tries to like tell women what to do when it comes to this and comes to that. I, I just don't. I just don't respect it. I don't like it. I don't like seeing it. I don't like I don't care who it's coming from. Old, young, new, old. That shit trash. You a man, speak to other men. Period. Period. And I never watched Derrick Jackson before. I would see like little clips of him on Facebook in his dusty ass car. But <laughs> really? But I never like stayed to listen to the videos. Bruh. And I... so I would see him, he'll make he'll say like three words and I'll scroll past because I know what kind of time he on. I, I was never into him. I wanted to hear what the fuck he had to say on certain topics. Because it was just like I, I would be amazed at how how is he going to twist this today? Like he's he's a silver tongued manipulator, bro. All three of them are. And I'm a, I'm gonna give you a woman who won't fuck with who's like that, but people love her. Uh, Tanya TKO. I don't watch her either. Her ass. Don't fuck with her either. Oh my god, she <laughs> feels like she is the queen of right, bro. But then again, who's going to listen to you if you don't speak with that conviction? But nigga, she loved to tell black men what they need to be doing. She loves it. She loves to write shit down in her little notepad and come back with it, bro. Like, I, uh-uh. It's mm -mm. a lot of, like, people that... And I used to, like, be into her and Tasha K and um, Cynthia G and all those black women who, like, talk about black men on a regular basis and how the disconnect between black men and black women are but it's only so much of that that you can receive mm. like it starts to feel like it's weighing you down it gets real vitriolic after a while Ooh. and i feel the same way about a certain okay. black men too when they when they're trying to like uplift black men they tend to you know demean black women in this in that same sentence so i see on both sides and when you're watching it as a consumer, at least for me as a consumer, when I'm watching it, it just, after a while, it just gets draining. There's this TikTok of this nigga, not, sorry, of this young black man saying, black women, why do you think black men are dating outside their race? And this one woman had the perfect response. What did she say? She said, I don't know, sir, ask them. <laughs> And that was the end of the video. Period. Perfect fucking Period. response. Don't nobody need to analyze it. Don't nobody need to give their opinion. Don't nobody need to be right or wrong. Ask the source. 
I've been wondering, like, what's going on with that? Why is that, like, the biggest argument black men are coming up with as of late? The black women don't want us to date outside our race. Because niggas are hurt. As you as want as me to explain it? I mean, I'm just saying because they've been doing it since ever. <laughs> yeah, like, and, and it never goes away. You, you want to know? Well, I, this is what I feel like. This is my take on it. Okay, so growing up, our first girlfriend is our mom. And our impression of how our first girlfriend is going to be is indicative of how our mom is. If our mom spoils us, which most moms do, you know, we they little prince, so we get everything we want. Even when we're in trouble, we ain't in trouble for real. We ain't got to do a lot. You know, we get spoiled by mom. So we go to a girl. So we expect a girl to be like mom. mom. Girl not like mom. Some girl mean. <laughs> some girl very mean. Some sometimes, and, and this is real. This is real. Sometimes, and I won't even say a good guy. I'm gonna take that out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cancel the whole concept of a good guy and bad guy. Sometimes a guy will genuinely approach a woman, and because we were in that culture of embarrassing someone, and it was fun. It was like a rite of passage to diss somebody. Mm -hmm. Women would diss the guy. And a guy didn't have a way of expressing the hurt of being embarrassed and having his heart broken. Didn't have a good way of conveying that. Mm -hmm. You know, you could go to your mom and your mom would just give you a cap, just, just cap to you. Oh, baby, it'll be all right. There'll be other women. But that's not the true source of it. The source of it is why did it happen like that? Now, everything you told me. This pedestal you made me think I was. You tell me I'm handsome and stuff. Now I challenge it. Now I don't know what to believe at this time. Now I'm identity. I don't know what's what. So now with guys, especially if he's self-centered and narcissistic, which a lot of us are when we're growing up, like little boys, we are. We think the world evolves around us because moms spoil us. We try to find the outside factors as to why you ain't want me. Can't be me because I'm perfect because my mom tell me I'm perfect. Ain't nothing wrong with me. It's got to be something else outside. So what is it that you want that's not me? Oh, you want something else. Oh, you want somebody else. Okay, what does he have? So then we're going to take notes of what he got. Oh, he got Jordans. Damn, I ain't got no Jordans. Oh, he, he talk hard. Oh, I don't talk like that. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we start to take these inventories kind of. And we begin to resent those items because it may not even be that that's the type of person. It could be just he's the popular kid. You know what I'm saying? And so we will resent that type of person. And so we'll associate all women from that point because that's what we do. We've already equivalated you guys to like one archetype, which is our mom. We'll associate all women <laughs> wanting this type of person so that's why when you have this talk now of guys especially millennial niggas that's like man ain't no girl geeks out here well, i ain't never met them notice they say i ain't never met them mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying ain't that odd not mm -hmm. not saying they're not out there saying i ain't never met them mm -hmm. so are you omnipresent my nigga like it's, <laughs> it shows you that it's a narcissistic response yeah, I take offense to that. There ain't no geek girls out here a whole lot because I'm one. Yeah. <laughs> and to be for real, for real, 
I always felt like I was out. I was on the island of geekdom by myself because I've never met a whole lot of guys who are into anime. Even the men that I've dated, I was the one that introduced it to them. That's weird as fuck. And sometimes they liked it, sometimes they didn't like it, or the most they know of it. Oh, the most they know of it. Oh, it's Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball is an anime and stuff like that. You know. They'll know about it. And then, so when I hear, like, guys saying that there are no geek girls out there, I ain't never met one, or, you know, or they'll be mad and say, the girls only want the bad boys and stuff like that. I just think it's so comical. Because the same way, like, men think that girls only want bad boys, we think boys only want popular girls. And you ignore everybody that's not like that. You want to know what it is? It's niggas want... The Meg the Stallion to be the pop the anime girl, and they don't want to admit it or they ain't realized it yet. Mm. There's geek girls everywhere, and we see them. Yeah, just not interested. We ain't interested in them. Then just say that they <laughs> they they don't want to say it because we can't discuss. That we're not physically attracted to someone. But y'all can call girls out for not being physically attracted to the anime. Narcissistic. Y'all be saying that to us on a regular basis. Narcissistic. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We, we, it's because we, y'all can say shit that we can't. And y'all can say shit that we can't. Really? What can we say that y'all can't? A hundred percent. Well, okay, maybe not say, but do. Oh, yeah, that's all day because misogyny.